that I've been doing to the point in Chicago, and he's doing this. I mean, that is what Bobby the Brain Heenan would call a ham and egger move. What the heck's going on in Champaign, Illinois with Brett Bielema? They, they have a real shot to get to. Frazier's got it, and the Big Ten Championship is in And now, broadcasting live and local, from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. What are we doing? I'm going to drop the plans for this. And Eric Fry. Because they won a game, and they still will not be ranked again this season. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in, welcome in to a brand new day, it's Thursday, it's Throwback Thursday, Thirsty Thursday, whatever you want this Thursday to be, it's also January 4th, 2024, what's happening out there, my name is Travis Sparks and Eric Fry is back in the studio today, welcome back my friend. Yeah, good to be back. And uh, it's good to have you back. And uh, coming up, we got some uh, sports to uh, hit up on. We got some NBA uh, coming up from uh, last night. Uh, there, the Bulls were in action. They were on national television against the Knicks. See what they they did there. And <laughs> spoiler alert. And we'll see what happened in that Milwaukee Pacers matchup as well. And we'll head up on uh, some local sports as well. A very light uh, schedule for your Wednesday edition. Um, but then we got a loaded schedule for uh, this evening in high school girls uh, basketball, including a game that's over on our airwaves, over on Jack FM and Altamonte and uh, South Central. And we'll take a look at the rest of the uh, uh, schedule for uh, today. And the next Associated Press poll came out for uh, basketball. They come out intermittently. Uh, not like a uh, weekly poll like they do for football. Um, and it's the first of the year, so might as well see where their area teams stack up as we begin uh, the uh, new year. And we'll see where they are in the top ten associated poll. Mm-hmm. They came out there yesterday in boys and girls basketball. And uh, we'll also be hitting up on uh, some NFL today. Wanted to uh, get more of that and uh, get you set for uh, the uh, schedule that is ahead for uh, week 18, lots of playoff implications mm-hmm. on the line for the uh, schedule in the NFL that kicks off on Saturday, not just Sunday, but Saturday as well with playoffs uh, on the line. Plus, I'll tell you what game you can hear right here on 989 The Game on Sunday. Mm, so uh, we got a good one on Sunday for the NFL. I know good, but we have a game. Does it have anything to do with the playoffs? No, I don't think so. Maybe, maybe for one team. Uh, I think I maybe know where you're going with that. But people there, around here will want to hear it. 
Oh yeah, definitely. That has definitely playoff implications. It's the it's the biggest game around. Yeah, biggest game of the season. And if you heard me yesterday, I definitely was hyping up uh, that game. So uh, I think I know exactly which one you were talking about. And whatever you don't get to here in the Treasure Show, we get to in the podcast in some sort of a fashion. And you know where to find that your favorite podcasting platforms, as well as the website fmradio.com as well. And if you want to. Follow along with the local sports and stay up to date with the scores and schedules. You can go over there and hit it up as well on our local sports tab uh, there to find out that info. All right, uh, so uh, let's get today's show started and uh, let's hit it up and uh, let's get it started with a segment we call First Things First, of course. Before we get into the show. First things first. And we're starting off in the NBA there from last night. And we spoiled it a little bit there. But the Knicks, they won over the Bulls 116 to a 116-point loss for the Bulls last night on a national television as they were in the Mecca MSG at Madison Square Garden there. And now this is back-to-back games. Now the Bulls have dropped and uh, they lost this one last night to the Knicks last night in uh, not a performance that you'd want on national TV. Especially, they weren't even just on ESPN. They were on ABC. So even more eyeballs on the Bulls last night. Yeah, even more no no goodness on the uh, the Bulls. But, hey, Travis, the one thing, uh, you know, if you're Chicago is you've been playing decent and – According to insight and rumors, it's on Friday. So we'll see how we nosedive after that. Yeah, exactly. That should bring you some excitement. Yeah, Zach Levine back in the lineup. Yeah, hopefully for Get like some a juice. week so he can, uh, you know, then be traded to a team that's really doing badly, and that being a team out in L.A., and we'll talk more about them in a little bit probably. Uh, are the Clippers doing that bad? Uh, that they're. I mean, they're 21-12. and 12. They're, they're not doing too bad. They beat up on the Suns, who I think are – trash yeah they're definitely in shambles how that went wrong i'll have i have no idea but for sure yeah uh weird night last night in the nba travis it was a record-setting night in the nba i mean uh just taking a peek at all the scorers we'll run them down but it seems like there was a lot of high scoring ones yep uh there jalen brunson was the man uh he had his first career game with 30 points and 10 assists to help get the uh the knicks get that win Hmm. So, there you go. Well, you know, uh, the the Bulls, uh, DeRozan, he had 28 points. Kobe White had uh, 26 in the loss, but mm-hmm. no one else really to be found. Io played 31 minutes, 7 points, not very efficient shooting, 2 for 12 and 1 for 8 from beyond the arc. I mean, as an entire team, Bulls were 13 of 32 from three-point range, yep. so... Seemed to be a struggle there, and uh, Julius Randle also was on it last night as well. 35 points for the Knicks, so even more than Brunson had. And all five starters for the Knicks were in double figures as well. Yeah, just a bad output for the Bulls there. Uh, yeah, you move on and you lick your wounds. Knicks are a good team, as we know. You know, 19-15 and 15 right now, especially in New York. They're 10-4 and 4 at home, so... 
Bulls defense really couldn't stop anything. And uh, then uh, the uh, game uh, tomorrow the, with a potential return uh, for Zach Levine would be against the Hornets there in the United Center. I so. mean, I can't wait to see him come out at the United Center. Yeah, we'll see what type of reaction Ooh. that he receives. And it just so happens that it's in Chicago <laughs> against the Hornets. Not really cannonball your way into the deep end, but... Um, no, but the fact it's going to be back in Chicago for him with everything that's happened since he right. left. Like, this team has turned into a top 10 team since he's gone. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with the other side of the equation, the, the team that he's been most linked to not being so good, you just have to assume that the crowd is just going to chew him up on uh Right. It'll definitely be interested to see uh, the the reaction yep. that he gets out there. So uh, we'll see what happens there. And uh, the Bulls trying to snap their uh, two-game slide at home as well. Uh, one of the other uh, big games uh, last night uh, there was the uh, Pacers matching up with the uh, Bucks, And uh, this was a good hyped matchup with uh, how these two have been uh, battling uh, recently and uh, the bad blood with uh, game ball gate as well and uh, the pacers came out and uh, put it on them 142 to 130 was the uh, final halliburton 31 and 12 for the win for the pacers yeah and uh, just uh, put it on the bucks last night as this espn article says travis the pacers continue to go deer hunting they defeated the Bucks <laughs> like for the it. fourth time this season in five meetings. Mm-hmm, yeah, they just have the Bucks number, and that is a, a team I think Travis Milwaukee does not want to see in the postseason. No, because they cannot figure out this Pacers team, and it starts with Halliburton, um, league leader in assists. Continued, he's had a second game of the season with thirty points, ten assists, and no turnovers. Yeah, he's good at that. The yep. no turnovers. Yep. Uh, Indiana's leading the NBA in assists per game this season at over 30 per contest, one of the best marks in league history at this point. So they know how to distribute the ball. They're doing a great job. And, again, who's the weak link right now for the Bucks? Dane Lillard. As his last two games, you know, he made just nine of his last 34 field goal attempts, giving him a 26.5% rate over his last two contests. It's his worst two-game stretch since joining the Bucks. So. Hmm. Just haven't been able to get it figured out there for uh, for game time. No, not really. And uh, Giannis, he was a couple of assists away from uh, triple-double, uh, 26 points, 11 boards, but only eight assists mm-hmm. uh, there in the game. Um, and as much as these two teams have matched up both in the regular season and the in-season tournament as well, unfortunately, last night was the uh, final regular season game of the series. Aww. So. That's no more games this season. And it's not even the All-Star game I yet. I know. That's disappointing. We still got a month left. Uh, but it's not what you want to hear. No, no, definitely definitely not. But uh, Pacers are playing pretty great, not just against the Bucks, but they've won five straight uh, now uh, there as a team. So mm-hmm. uh, starting to uh, put it together there. 47 points in the third quarter alone for Indiana. Yeah. There last night, as that article said, went deer hunting there in Indiana last night. I don't know if it is still technically buck season, but um, hey, Pacers yep. knocked them down again. Yep. Bucks dropped two in a row uh, now on uh, and uh, you know twenty four and ten on the season, but a few of those losses have came against the hands of the Pacers. 
yeah. uh, there. Four of them, almost all, almost half of their losses. Including last night uh, there. And uh, the Pistons, well, you know, they dropped 148 points, but they didn't win. They've lost back-to-back games now, starting another losing streak, yep. I guess, if they're on their way to that, as the uh, Jazz 154-148 to 148 in OT last night. So it took overtime to do it, but uh, the Jazz pulled it out there, and the Pistons couldn't get it done. It was even uh, double overtime in Orlando and Sacramento. Kings ended up winning that one, 138-135 to in double OT mm-hmm. uh, there. So uh, that was uh, – Metro had a shot there at the buzzer, but uh, just missed for the Magic to tie it back up. And uh, the Kings hold on there and uh, pick up the dub. Sabonis yep. goes for a triple-double, 22 points, 23 rebounds. So – yeah, more rebounds and points. Yeah, and it was the first 2020-10 game by Kings player since DeMarcus Cousins in 2015. Yeah, he also had 12 assists as well mm-hmm. for that triple-double. Nice. Uh, then uh, you also were talking about uh, the uh, team that Zach Levine has been linked to, and that's the uh, Lakers. Uh, well, they lost, and they are now one game below 500. and the uh, Heat got them last night, 110 to 96 was the final score there. So, failing even to produce 100 points. Yeah, LeBron had just 12 points, Travis. Hmm. He finished with 12 points, 0 of 8 on jumpers. He ranked fifth on the team in scoring. That's the second time since the start of the 2010-11 season that LeBron played and didn't rank in the team's top four scores. That's uh, the fewest he's had in a game since 2021 when he had 10 points against the Pistons. Hmm. But, I mean, they're really throwing up a – Great squad there. Cam Reddish in the starting five last night. And he left without talking to reporters. Tron Prince as well. Yeah. Put up a, both of those big fat zeros in yep. the starting lineup. Yep. <laughs> no wonder they didn't score 100. Yep. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, again, uh, this Lakers team's not good. They need something to change and, you know, give it just a couple more days and there will be people who are eligible to be traded who have not yet been eligible to be traded from the Lakers. So everyone's putting the dots together, and Levine is going to the Lakers because, as a lot of people I saw on social media said, the Lakers are getting desperate after this game because Travis, the Heat, were shorthanded. They didn't even have their you know normal team out there. Yeah, and they still beat Jimmy Butler didn't play. Yeah, and they still beat the Lakers. Hmm. So that's not great if you're LA. No. Glad you hung that banner. Yeah, hasn't been so good yep. since the end-season tournament. The Heat uh, used a 19-throwing lineup and saw eight players scoring double figures. Wow. So um, those eight in double figures tied for the most in any game in franchise history. 19th starting lineup. That's yep. crazy. And they're still finding ways to win. Mm, yeah. So. Good on them. 20-14 now <laughs> on the year they are. Uh, we also mentioned the uh, Suns there as well, and we mentioned the other team in L.A., the Clippers, 131-122. to They beat the Suns last night. Devin Booker goes for 35 in the loss. Kawhi had 30 mm-hmm. in the win for the Clips. And let's see. Uh, Durant didn't even play, it looks like. Nope. So that's why they lost. Yep. So... Uh, let's see uh, elsewhere going back to the top there the Cavs they put up 140 
on the Wizards, 140 to 101 mm-hmm. uh, there. Uh, the Hawks, 141 over the Thunder, 138. Another high scorer. Yeah, uh, the Thunder scored 138 points and never led at any point in the game. Aside from the most points by a team <laughs> to never lead in a game over the last 25 seasons. Wow. You expect to lead once. Yeah. 44 points in a quarter. 40 points for the Hawks in the third. Right. Wow. That's a game. Yes. If you want to go to that one, that one was entertaining. Yes. Uh, the Rockets, they beat the Nets 112-101. to Raptors over the Grizz, 116-111. Jaw goes for 28 in the loss there. Uh, newly acquired uh, quickly, he had a 26 points for the uh, Raptors mm-hmm. there. Uh, the uh, Pelicans won over the T-Wolves, 117-106. Zion goes for 27 in the win. Uh, the Mavs, 126-97 over the uh, Blazers. Luka, 41 points in the win. And that was it from the NBA last Before night. Before we move on, though, as you mentioned, Travis, offense was the key of the day. Five teams scored at least 140 points on the same day for the first time in NBA history. Wow. Five teams have scored 140-plus points, the most in a single day in NBA history. Eight teams scored 135-plus points, the most in a single day in NBA history. Ten teams scored 130-plus points, the most in a single day in NBA history. And it's the first day in NBA history to feature four games where both teams scored 130 points or more. Another wrinkle in the highest-scoring day in NBA history is that the league's all-time leading scorer, LeBron James, only had 12 points. 91 players scored more points last night than LeBron did. Those included such people as Nikola Yevich, mm-hmm. Bull Bull, really? and... Bronny James's high school teammate, Zaire Williams, all had more points than LeBron last night. Mm. Man. Those are some dignitaries. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nice company to be in. Maybe not so much uh, for LeBron there. Uh, I do have uh, two games uh, on a national TV uh, tonight on TNT. You got the uh, Bucks matching up with the uh, Spurs. So you got Giannis versus uh, Wimby. And he also got the Nuggets in Golden State to take on the Warriors in the second game of that one. Denver favored by 3.5. Milwaukee 9.5 in the uh, game against the Spurs there. All right, so we uh, move along here, and we continue the theme with uh, basketball. Let's hit up on uh, some uh, local sports, local basketball. Light schedule last night, but we'll take a look at that and the schedule ahead for this evening. Coming up here on the Star Lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios will be right back. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important. Employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Some people like to talk about great service, but at Stefan Heating and Air Conditioning, they take it personally. Since 1956, Stefan's has been family-owned and operated and proud of their hometown ethics. Their technicians are highly trained and experienced, and exceptional customer care is their number one priority. For over 60 years, the Stefan family has offered you the highest quality ream heating and air conditioning systems. 
Stefan Heating and Air Conditioning, your Ream Pro partner on North Route 45 in Effingham. At Lowe's, save big every day when you buy in bulk. Get 10% off select concrete mix when you buy one pallet or more. And there's more. Get 15% off select primed finger joint boards when you buy 10 or more. Visit us in-store or online for low prices on the materials you need. Because Lowe's knows savings. Lowe's knows pros. Selection varies by location. While supplies last, discount taken at time of purchase. See sales associate for details. You've heard the buzz about IT jobs and cybersecurity and AI, right? Why not prepare for a career in these fields and take advantage of the high demand? You could enjoy a more rewarding and recession-resistant lifestyle. Train in just a few short months at My Computer Career. No experience necessary. Already in IT? Skill up for positions employers need to fill. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation. That's mycomputercareer.edu. Financial aid is available for qualified students, including the GI Bill. And now, Travis Sparks with the Aurora Sports Center update. And I'm kind of doing this on the fly because Eric's script is not pulling up. But Eastern Illinois shortstop Trey Sweeney was named the Ohio Conference Baseball Player of the Year. The starting lineup. Holy cow, what a terrible sports hurry that was. I don't blame you. I blame me. On 98.9 The Game. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9 The Game, ESPN Radio. And uh, let's hit up on uh, some uh, local basketball that, that happened there uh, last night. And uh, only a couple of games on the uh, schedule there uh, last evening as it was uh, Carlisle picking up the win over South Central by the 44-21 uh, to uh, 21, uh, final score. Uh, there, as it was uh, Carlisle getting off to the 11-2-3 lead and uh, only five points put up there by South Central at halftime uh, there. And it looks like they trailed 21-5 to uh, there. Uh, Hewells led the way for Carlisle. He had nine, so did Rusher as well. Uh, Guthrie added eight points as well. Uh, South Central, uh, Magnus was 14 of the uh, 21 points uh, there in the loss for the Cougars there. And also we had Muhammad Seymour pick up the win over Rantoul. 75-49 was the uh, final score. And uh, that was it from uh, last night. So only a couple games there on the uh, docket uh, there from yesterday evening. But we do have a more loaded schedule for this evening. Uh, thank goodness as uh, we have in uh, NTC teams that are involved here. Uh, we got uh, Shelbyville. They are at uh, St. Anthony uh, visiting uh, the Inlow Center there. 
11 and 6 on the season in Sane. Uh, Wins is Tustraza. They are against Oka Valley. Uh, Nioga, they're 11 and 5 on the year. They're at Sullivan. It's a good matchup there. Uh, Brownstown, uh, St. Elmo, after their uh, holiday tournament championship in Dietrich, they are traveling to Mount Olive on North Clay. Uh, they're hosting uh, Flora and a game that's over on our airwaves of a Jack FM 100.5, 105.5. Jack FM. It's a South Central. They uh, come in. Uh, I think I put them down for 8 and 7, if I can remember correctly. Uh, but uh, they are visiting Altamont uh, tonight. And uh, Altamont, a 5 and 0 in the conference in the NTC, a 14 and, and 2 overall, and a 12 game winning streak going on for the uh, Lady Indians. And, you know, maybe they already have it wrapped up, but. Uh, they can uh, pretty much uh, put a stamp on that uh, number one seed mm-hmm. uh, there for the conference tournament. If they uh, win tonight, they take care of business against uh, South Central. But South Central will come to play. And uh, Tegan Webster, uh, she can really uh, fill it up. And so that's one of the players you'll have to look out for uh, tonight for South Central and Altamont. Mm-hmm. Should be a good game. Those NTC games always seem to really always be close, uh, you know, for Altamont. So. Right, yeah, and uh, South Central's been playing um, some teams both in the regular season and in the uh, Dietrich Holiday Tournament uh, there. So uh, they only have they're only one of three in the conference, but they've also I know they I want to say they uh, won against Dietrich the other uh, day in that tournament uh, there. So mm-hmm. technically not a conference win, but uh, still uh, we'll see what happens uh, there this evening with uh, South Central and Altamont over on Jack FM. Uh, we also have uh, in a couple of Apollo teams in here, it's Muhammad Seymour. They are traveling to Normal West. Decatur MacArthur, they're hosting at Taylorville. And Mattoon is matching up with uh, Tatopoulos uh, there. And Tatopoulos are like 10-4 and four on the season. And Mattoon 14-2 and two on the year. And they'll be in Tatopoulos uh, tonight uh, there for that one. And uh, Mattoon, uh, they lost to Effingham. I believe that was the championship of the uh, Mattoon Hall or the Coles County Holiday Tournament last week uh, there. So it's a good matchup tonight in T-Town. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robinson, and they're hosting in Cumberland, Villa Grove. They are at Tuscola. Academy High is hosting Unity Christian, and Tri-County is at Champaign and Centennial. Uh, little Illini teams involved here. Paris is at uh, South of Vigo. Uh, we got Lawrenceville at Newton. Casey hosting Marshall, and Olney is at Mount Carmel in that one. Uh, in the South Central, we got Vandalia. They're traveling to Hillsboro. Staunton hosting in Greenville. Uh, Piasol at Pena, North Mac hosting Carlinville, and Litchfield is at uh, Gillespie uh, there. And I did have one scheduled game for the boys. I have uh, Tri-County traveling to Arthur Oka Christian uh, there in the LPC in that one. So Mm -hmm. uh, stay tuned to the uh, website. We'll have the uh, finals posted there uh, tomorrow morning. And... Uh, we'll be back to uh, talk about it and uh, talk about the uh, Friday, some big games around the area, and also on a Saturday as well. Both boys in action, girls basketball as well. A full Saturday slate this weekend that we'll tell you about, yep. including a couple games and a few games that are on our air, airwaves uh, as well. So, 
just one more local game. Um, Father McGivney is at Mulberry Grove tonight as well. Noted, and uh, Father McGivney, I believe they just won their holiday tournament. They did, yes. That they had, so uh, in the matchup, I believe, with Altima a little bit later mm-hmm. on in the season uh, there. And, uh, yeah, that'll be on February 5th. No, I had the schedule uh, pulled up there. Um, and, uh, all right, so we'll uh, stick in, uh, stay in uh, basketball, and we'll stay in the high school realm as uh, coming up next. We'll take a look at the latest Associated Press poll, and we'll take a look at where our area teams stack up in the top ten of the state in both boys and girls basketball. That's coming up next here on the Star Lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. Imagine the possibilities with the Topless State Bank. This is Justin Naders. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around. Talk to your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Totopolis State Bank. In Totopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. This is Lucas Crenning with a message from the FNM Fire Department. As a firefighter, I've witnessed the devastating consequences of vehicle accidents. Let's stay focused. Distracted driving kills. Keep your eyes on the road and off your phone. Buckle up. Seatbelts save lives. It's a simple action that can prevent serious injuries. Also, let's protect our little ones. Use proper car seats for children to ensure their safety. And always check the back seat. Don't forget about loved ones or pets before leaving the car. Let's prioritize car safety. Together, we can save lives. Football is back, and NFL Plus has you covered. Get NFL Plus, and you'll never miss a moment of live football action this season with live local and prime games on mobile, NFL Network, NFL Red Zone, live game audio, and more all in one place. That's right. This season, get NFL Red Zone and NFL Plus Premium so you never miss a touchdown. That's every touchdown from every game every Sunday during the regular season across devices. Sign up today at plus.nfl.com. Terms and conditions apply. Isn't that aroma just heavenly? What's with the whispering? Inside this grill is the secret to winning game days. Mmm. Eckridge smoked sausage, crafted with a perfect medley of spices for a truly rich, savory taste. So easy to prepare, too. Now hand me one of those buns. Whoa, whoa. Keep your voice down. Marty, you're still whispering? Secrets out, buddy. Eckridge.com has dozens of simple, mouth-watering recipes for everyone to win game days this season. Kevin, Canty, and Michelle are unsportsmanlike. This is disgusting. You should not be able to add a talent like Shohei Otani and then turn around because of the structure of the contract and add a front-of-the-rotation arm, one of the prize starting pitchers on this market, one of the game's most dominant players. You're able to add him to this as well, and you might not be done. Gross. This is Canty from Unsportsmanlike. Listen to Unsportsmanlike Monday through Fridays on 98.9 The Game. Having Canty and Michelle are Unsportsmanlike. The Dodgers are a team that has had talent top to bottom for many years now, and they've won one World Series during that span. But based on the talent level of this team and the length and money involved in this contract, will we look back if Shohei Otani wins one in L.A. with the Dodgers and say that's not enough? And I think we might. This is Canty from Unsportsmanlike. Listen to Unsportsmanlike Monday through Fridays on 98.9 The Game. 
And now, the starting lineup. I would not love to see number 25 off of Albert's bat go into the street. The pit. Swing and hello, 4th of July. Take a ride on that knockdown pitch, big boy. Kerry Wood knocked him down, and now Albert looks at him as he goes around first. He gives him a glare. Say, take a little whiff of that, big boy. And now, Kerry Wood takes a look at Albert as he touches them off. Give it to him, big boy. Give it to him. That's how you play baseball. On 98.9 The Game. Hello, 4th of July. Take a ride on that knockdown pitch, big boy. Big boy. Big boy. Eric Fry, Sports Center update. The Blues aim to avoid a third loss in a row when they host Vancouver Connect to Enterprise Center tonight. Blues are coming off a 4 2 loss to Pittsburgh last Saturday and a 2 1 loss to Colorado on Friday. St. Louis now 18 17 1 on the season. St. Louis Billikens, they fell 80 73 to Loyola Chicago yesterday. Other college basketball action from yesterday, Missouri State was edged by Northern Iowa 64 62. Tonight, Eastern Illinois is on the road against Tennessee Martin. SAU Edwardsville visits Little Rock. Western Illinois hosts Southeast Missouri State. The Blackhawks aim to avoid a fourth straight loss when they visit the New York Rangers at Madison Square Garden tonight. Hawks are coming off a 3-0 loss to the Predators on Tuesday. They've now scored 11-1 in their last two games. Chicago is in last place in the Central Division at 11-24-2 record. In other news, the Hawks claimed defenseman Jacob Megna off waivers from Seattle yesterday. Team also played forward Anthony Believer on injured reserve. A pair of Bears players will be heading to Orlando for the Pro Bowl next month. Defensive end Montez Sweat and cornerback Jalen Johnson, both named to the Pro Bowl roster yesterday, so will be making his first Pro Bowl appearance, and he's ranked up 12 and a half sacks in 16 games between the Commanders and Bears this season. Johnson's also heading to his first Pro Bowl, and he has four interceptions and 36 tackles in 14 games. Welcome back in to the uh, star lineup here on a 98.9. Uh, Travis Sparks here. Eric Fry over there with the uh, Sports Center reads there. And uh, yes, the Pro Bowl announced there yesterday. And Devin Witherspoon being selected yep. as a rookie as well. So you like to see it. So he's going to go play some games. Yep, because uh, Seattle, they won't be going uh, very far. They won't be going to the playoffs at all. Well, he also, I mean, it's not going to be a Pro Bowl game, but they're going to play Pro Bowl games. Games. Uh, that's right. <laughs> uh, and half of those players won't play anyway. So right. we'll see who actually plays into the game uh, there. So, uh, all right, uh, let's uh, take a look at it. Uh, well, you know what time it is. Time, time for, for the polls. Finally, a time a return to the uh, polls is uh, kind of a bummer that they don't do it uh, every week or maybe every couple weeks, but uh, it seems like it's been a month uh, since we've uh, looked at the high school basketball polls and uh, the uh, girls' basketball polls uh, there. Uh, I have the boys pulled up. Uh, uh, the girls, uh, the team that uh, we not in the Apollo anymore, but uh, Lincoln, uh, they are still number one in, or actually they are now number one in a 3A as they jumped up a spot as they received eight first place votes there currently 17 and 0 on this season with 80 points uh, there in a 3A and Mount Zion is also uh, tied uh, there for ninth place I guess you'd technically say they're 10th 
14 and 6, and um, others are receiving vote category. Uh, Effingham just missing out uh, there. They received a nine votes for a 3A. Uh, also, some other Apollo teams. Uh, Taylorville received a seven votes, and Mattoon receiving six votes as well in a 3A. In a class uh, 2A, uh, you got. Uh, Bree Central, they are number one, and they stay at a number one there, and that's also significant because uh, they, of course, will be participating in that uh, Bree Central pause shootout on a Saturday uh, there, which Altamont will be a part of, and also uh, the number two team in uh, 2A as well will be there. That's the other team from Breeze. It's Breeze Modern Day as uh, they jumped way up to the polls as uh, they were in 10th place the last time, and now they're number two there, receiving three of first place votes, 14 and two on the season. Uh, Bree Central will play uh, Marion following Altamont's game against Christopher in that uh, shootout. And then uh, Breeze Modern Day uh, will play at 2 o'clock against Quincy Notre Dame. And that pause is a shootout uh, there. And uh, going down further into the list, uh, Porta, uh, that's Petersburg, they uh, dropped the game. And they were number three in the last poll, uh, but they fell all the way to a number eight uh, there. And Tatopoulos and Carlisle are technically tied for a ninth place. Tatopoulos wasn't in the previous poll, uh, but that one's significant because that will be in uh, Breeze as well. The game before Altamont, Tatopoulos against Porta at 3.30. So that Breeze uh, Central Paul shootout is a, a stacked uh, one uh, for sure there with a ton mm-hmm. of teams ranked. Uh, in 1 and 2A yep. there. Uh, also, other teams uh, from the area, from the South Central, Staunton received a six votes, just missing out in the 2A polls. Uh, in a Class 1A, uh, Glenna, they are still number one, as they received six first-place votes. Uh, Orangeville jumped up a spot as their number two. And uh, Tuscola, they weren't ranked at all, but they're 15-1 and one on the season, and uh, they received a first-place vote uh, there. And uh, that's where we see a little bit later in the list. Number seven is Altamont. They're right in that win streak that they got going on. They received one first place vote. Appreciate that, whoever voted us number mm-hmm. one. And uh, they were previously 10th in the last poll, but jumping up there to uh, number seven there. And we also have another NTC team uh, there. We see at number nine, and that's St. Anthony, as uh, they actually fell a couple of spots, uh, but is still holding on to uh, number nine solely in that uh, nine slot. Uh, there and uh, that uh, Tuscola Altamont uh, that actually will be a, a matchup coming up later on in the NTC CIC shootout uh, a couple of Saturdays uh, mm-hmm. from now and so that would be a good one to close out the shootout there in Altamont coming up on the 13th so I'm definitely interested in that one uh, let's see uh, others receiving uh, votes here as I see Father McGivney they got a couple of votes and uh, Central A&M, no respect for them. Only one vote uh, for them uh, right now, but they're having a great season. Uh, but that was the polls for the uh, girls in uh, 3A. Uh, let's see, Mount Zion, uh, they are the uh, closest team to us. They uh, put, moved up a couple of spots there, undefeated 15-0 and on the season, and they come in at number 5. Uh, there, um, let's see anybody else receiving votes. Champagne Centennial, they were in the um, 
championship of that uh, FEM Topless Christmas Classic. Uh, Olney, they received a three of votes as well. They're in a 3A. They're underrated. There, we need some more votes for the Tigers there. Um, in a 2A, we see uh, Bree Central. They were part of the St. Anthony uh, Thanksgiving tournament. They are number one now as they had seven first place votes. And they're 14 and 2 on the season. Uh, Tolona Unity, uh, they're now number two there. Uh, Eric's sixth favorite team, Byron, yep. they're number four. So they're good in football and basketball, at least in boys' basketball. Yep. They went from number nine to number four. They're 11 and 0 on the season. Uh, Benton, they just uh, took their first loss of the season uh, not too long ago in the Duster Thomas, as they weren't ranked at all, but uh, they come in at number five. Uh, this time around, uh, St. Joe Ogden, uh, they uh, moved up a couple of spots to uh, number eight. And others receiving votes category, uh, Clinton, they received 11 votes. Uh, Trent Wesleyan, I know they're a little out of the area, but um, they play in the conference with Carlisle, so it kind of had my eyeballs on them. Uh, Pinckneyville, they had five votes. Tatopolis, they received uh, four votes. And uh, Shelbyville receiving a vote as well, just taking home the Vandalia holiday tournament championship but rams get one vote there in a class of 1a is still a number one as they got all first place votes here as a 16 of them tuscola still the number one team in 1a and they haven't lost yet they're 15 and 0 right now uh, and then uh, that's where we uh, see at number two another local team, and that's St. Anthony, as they're 13 and four on the season, and uh, they jumped up a couple of spots. They were four in the previous poll, and now they stand there at a number two. There, uh, Goreville they just beat Altima in the Assessor tournament, and also won the Assessor championship. They were ranked at all, but uh, they're in the polls now at number five, 14 and one on the uh, season as I believe their only loss there was to a Benton um, and then that's it in the top 10 uh, others receiving vote category Casey they have 15 votes there and Altamont they're still receiving three votes uh, they're in a 1A uh, there so uh, that's a look at the polls yep. and that's a look at where our area teams stack up there I mean, no, no real surprises, right? No, not really. I mean, you can always make make an argument of a team with a better record should be ahead of a team that doesn't have as good a record, but it's a mute point at this point. They're not listening to us when we say that. So, well, it's kind of tough to tell in basketball since yeah. they only come out with these polls every so often. Right. So. It's not really much of an argument like football. No. Uh, there, so. And the inconsistent amount of games. Right, yeah. Teams can play in tournaments, not at all. Right. Or anything like that. So, and, you know, we're just obviously, we know a little bit about our area, but uh, we don't know who these teams play right. on, a, on a basis like it's we just, do football. You know, those schedules are really readily available there and don't know who's involved in tournaments and whatnot. So, yeah, basketball is a little bit more uh, tougher to gauge yep. uh, there. But, um, yeah, we see a lot of area teams there, and we see a lot of teams that are on area team schedules uh, as well. I know Topolis on the boys' side has a heck of a lot of uh, ranked teams uh, coming up, so uh, they could possibly improve their standings mm -hmm. by the next poll there. And uh, we'll see 
uh, with uh, Tuscola and St. Anthony King, and they keep it going there, see if St. Anthony can overtake Tuscola at any point uh, there. If I'm not mistaken, I have, it's been a while since I looked at the um, sectional uh, pairings or sectional assignments, uh, but I believe those two are in the same subsectional as well, so it would be a tough one wherever they fall in for postseason play. Yep. All right, so uh, that will do it here for uh, basketball, and we'll close the book on uh, local sports today. And uh, coming up to uh, close out the show, wanted to take a look at the NFL and the NFL schedule for uh, this upcoming uh, weekend and the uh, playoff implications that are on the line for the teams on the schedule. Coming up next here on the start lineup to close it out. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. Hey, son. How are you feeling? Uh, I'm fine, Pops. What's on your mind? I just, I can't explain it. Navigating without a compass, eyes waiting, started to wonder. Metamorphosis, loss of who you thought you were. When your kid can't find the language, help them find the lyrics. Listen to the Sound It Out album and get tips and tools to start a conversation at SoundItOutTogether.org. Brought to you by Ad Council and Pivotal Ventures. Thanks for calling Discover. This is Anjali. Hi, it's Jennifer Coolidge. I just got an alert for a strange charge on my card. No problem. We make sure you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases on your Discover card. Let's see. Did you purchase something from a t-shirt cannon store yesterday? Absolutely not. No, I already have like three. Zero dollar fraud liability guarantee. It pays to Discover. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. If you're just tuning in, this is Fan 23, Fansville's number one sports radio station. Brought to you by Tasty Dr. Pepper. We are settling the great debate, best third quarter snack, hot dogs or nachos? You know my mantra, Doug. Uh, yes. Meaty early, early, cheesy cheesy late. late. Well, it looks like we have a caller here to weigh in. Is this Chuck? Popcorn in the third is the move. What? You go with passive snacking after halftime. No, it's nachos. Look, as long as there's an ice cold Dr. Pepper there to wash it down, I'm good with either. Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. Chris Carlin, Joe Fortinball. This is Carlin versus Joe. They're going to have to part ways because Belichick doesn't want to leave. Not only are you failing to produce, but it's a ding on the reputation, whether people believe it or not, that Brady played a much bigger role in that dynasty than maybe Belichick did. That's an argument for another day, but the point is, it's time for a fresh start. Carlin versus Joe. Hey, this is Chris Carlin. Listen to Carlin versus Joe on 98.9 The Game. This is Carlin versus Joe. Chris Carlin, Joe Fortinball. The last thing you need is the Bills getting hot at the right time and just upending everybody in the AFC. And then Carlin can't lose turns into Carlin loses quite a bit. Well, look at me. Am I shaking? <laughs> Am I worried? You're not too worried about the Bills right now, it seems like. Carlin versus Joe. Hey, this is Chris Carlin. Listen to Carlin versus Joe on 98.9 The Game. And now, so we teased it all show. Eric, break the news. Eric, are you there, my friend? The starting lineup. Okay, we have uh, has uh, left the call, so we have dropped Eric. So, unfortunately, we will uh, have to stick around next week. On 98.9 The Game.
back into the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9. Only here on 98.9, we're just a, a smidge a bit longer. And uh, coming up uh, this weekend, uh, we got uh, NFL the last week of the regular season week 18 is here and it is upon us and two games will be taking place there on a saturday and both have some sort of playoff implications as it's going to be pittsburgh going up against baltimore there at a 330 uh, currently actually pittsburgh is favored by four points in this one because it looks like ravens don't have a lot to play for here they've already clinched the number one seed in the afc so the road to the super bowl and the AFC will at least go through Baltimore uh, there. And the Steelers, uh, they have a chance to uh, clinch a playoff spot, but they need a win plus help. Uh, they need a win with a Jacksonville loss or a Buffalo loss or a Houston and Colts tie, or they could even have it with a Denver win plus a Jacksonville loss and an Indy and Houston doesn't end in a tie. Pittsburgh can still clinch a playoff berth, so... Win, and you're not exactly in. Win, you need some help for the Steelers. Uh, but the road's going to get a little bit more easier because you don't have to face Lamar Jackson. That is true. And I know our uh, news director, uh, Derek Warren, and I were talking about this yesterday. About it was uh, reported, floated around on the internet, that uh, Odell Beckham Jr. could potentially be taking some uh, Ravens uh, out on a boat as well before the playoffs start don't do it don't do it you did this in new york you saw what happened so whoever plays the ravens in the divisional round if that happens puts some entertainment on that don't do it odell and maybe if you do don't invite lamar lamar don't show up to the boat you fool me once shame on me fool me twice shame on you um, and then the uh, next game here, we got playoff implications with uh, the game on. Uh, it's basically the Monday Night Football crew. It's uh, Joe and Troy in Indy as it's going to be the Texans matching up with the Colts at a 7-15. And the winner of this game can clinch a playoff. They'll clinch a playoff berth no matter what. The winner will. Uh, but the winner will clinch the AFC South with a win plus the Jags have to lose right. as well. Uh, the Jaguars, Colts, Texans all have nine and seven records. That's the first time three teams have been tied in any respective division entering the final week of the regular season since 2002 when division realignment took place there. So uh, you win, you're in. You win, you could potentially win the division if the Jaguars falter to the Titans in mm -hmm. their game on Sunday mm -hmm. at noon. Uh, other games in that noon window, you got Cleveland uh, matching up with the uh, Bengals, and that really doesn't have any uh, playoffs because Cleveland's already in yeah. since he's already out with their loss against KC last week. Uh, you got the uh, Vikings. They're matching up in Detroit against the Lions. Lions don't exactly have much to play for now, but the Vikings do. Uh, they are eliminated. Uh, they're still alive in playoff contention uh, surprisingly, uh, they're eliminated from playoff contention with any of the following scenarios, them losing or if Green Bay wins or if Seattle wins. So uh, they would be knocked out mm -hmm. in any of those cases. Uh, the Jets matching up with the uh, Patriots. No playoff implications here, but could this potentially be an end of an era? Could yes. this be the end of Bill Belichick in yes. New England? Yes. 
I mean, it's been a few years post Tom Brady, four and twelve this season, not been great. So yes. maybe it is time to hang up the sweatshirt. It is. So it is. the last ride, the last dance for Bill Belichick. How fitting is it the Jets against the Jets? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, even so. <laughs> Uh, the uh, Falcons and uh, the uh, Saints are matching up at the Superdome. Uh, and uh, the Saints can clinch the NFC South with a win plus a Tampa Bay loss. They can clinch a playoff berth with a win plus a Green Bay loss and a Seattle loss. The Falcons can clinch the NFC South with a win plus a, a Tampa Bay uh, loss there. And uh, Tampa is uh, against Carolina. As well, Bucks favored by four and a half. Anything can happen in the NFC South, so yeah. I really don't know. I thought the Bucks had it. I thought Baker Mayfield's turned it around and had a decent season there for Tampa to be putting him in position for a division title, but I don't know. I don't know who's going to take this, and uh, it's funny how those four teams are matching up there mm-hmm. to decide the division crown. Now we start the uh, 3 of 25 window. Neither one of these two teams are involved in the playoffs. I guess maybe Denver may have an outside shot there, but they need a lot of help. Yeah. Uh, the Broncos there in Vegas to take on the Raiders. Uh, the Eagles, they might be broken, but they'll be uh, taking on the uh, Giants, and the Eagles can clinch the uh, NFC East with a win plus a Dallas loss. And Dallas, they'll be matched up with the uh, Commanders there. 13-point favorites are the Cowboys, even away from home. Mm-hmm. Tells you where the Commanders are uh, there. Uh, the Seahawks matched up with the uh, Cardinals. The Seahawks can clinch a playoff berth with a win plus a Packers loss. Uh, the Chiefs and uh, Chargers, the season's pretty much over for the Chargers. And the Chiefs still trying to build something positively going into the playoffs but uh, they're comfortably in so it looks like uh, that Patrick Mahomes will be sitting this one out and uh, that's why the Chargers are actually favored by three and a half in this one Uh, let's see uh, elsewhere in that 325 window the Rams matching up with the uh, 49ers 49ers have owned the Rams in the regular season but I don't know who will play for the 49ers they already got it locked up Home field advantage for the playoffs. And Brock Purdy, I don't know if he'll play. Uh, Christian McCaffrey is a little banged up, so I don't know if he'll play. So we'll just have to see. And uh, the Rams have already announced that uh, Matthew Stafford is going to be resting mm-hmm. for this one. So uh, backups galore potentially for the Rams of 49ers. And then also in that 325 window, it's the Bears against the Packers. And here we go again. The Packers are at home in Lambeau against a divisional opponent, and they can potentially uh, clinch a playoff berth. Uh, They can win. They're in. Or uh, they would need a lot of help if they lose. Uh, Minnesota would have to lose. Uh, The Hawks. New Orleans would also have to lose along with the Packers if they end up falling here. And they could also uh, clinch a playoff berth with a loss, plus a Minnesota loss, Seattle, and a Tampa Bay all to lose as well. So uh, the only thing in in that scenario, you win, you're in uh, for the Packers. That's the only thing that they're worried about. And the Bears, well, they're playing to end the Packers season, and 
there. Uh, build some positive momentum going to the offseason with your quarterback, number one, Justin Fields. Yeah. I mean, and you can hear this game on 98.9 The Game. Coverage starts right at here. Three. Right here on 98.9. Yep. We'll have this one. Bears-Packers, longest rivalry in football. Mm-hmm. Uh, it may not be the frozen tundra, but it should be a little chill there in Green Bay. So. Uh, currently, according to the weather on ESPN, it's supposed to be 28. Yeah, so it'll be cold. And rainy, potentially, as well. Oh, so it's going to be a muddy mess of a game. Yeah, kind of. It might be. Yeah. So. Again, hear that on 99 The Game. Yeah. This Sunday. So, um, this Sunday. So, hey, we're not going to make it. They're not either. Yep. So, that's the mentality that you got to have. and. Everflus, of course, it looks like more and more that he's going to keep his job uh, uh, there. So not exactly playing for your job, but, I mean, you basically can look at it like this. If if you win, there's no way they would replace you. And uh, Justin Fields, with his performance on Sunday as well, could uh, solidify his spot or make the question even more difficult than it already is uh, there. Yep. Uh, the uh, Packers are favored in uh, this one only by three right now. And tomorrow we'll be picking this game along with that Colts game. Yep, we'll make sure to add them to the list. Yes. We won't forget about them this time. They're the only two games we'll be picking this weekend. So, <laughs> uh, and The uh, Bills and Dolphins is a winner-take-all for the uh, AFC East. I wrote off the Bills with a lot of other people. And here they are. They have an opportunity to get to the postseason and uh, clinch the division as well. Uh, and the Dolphins, they've been kind of stumbling, and a lot of people are off on them, cooled off on them after their loss against Baltimore last week. And uh, this game's in Miami, but Buffalo is favored by three on Sunday Night Football to close out the regular season. And then Wild Card Weekend will be upon us. Mm-hmm. One of the best weekends now in all of sports. Yep, and uh, we will be broadcasting some of those wild card games. We'll let you know more uh, as we get closer. Very well. So uh, that is a look at the uh, schedule, and we'll be back tomorrow to uh, pick a couple of those games, and we'll take a look at the rest of the uh, weekend uh, slate for your sports. But for right now, we are going to switch things over to uh, the uh, pod and uh, download that wherever you find your favorite pods. Coming up next here on ESPN Radio is Carlin versus Joe. Following that is Freddie and Harry, so enjoy the rest of your ESPN Radio afternoon. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome back in to uh, overtime of the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry still here. And uh, coming up here, we got some random news and uh, notes to get to, as well as uh, some of this data in uh, sports history as well. And uh, first, before I get to any of that, is there anything on sports or anything you wanted to hit on? Yes, uh, Quentin Nelson's going to another Pro Bowl. He'll be joined by DeForest Buckner, Zaire Franklin, Ryan Kelly, and Michael Pittman Jr. for the Colts. Uh, authorities are trying to figure out how a fire started at the Broward County Mansion of Miami Dolphins wide receiver Tariq Hill. 
Firefighters were battling heavy that. smoke and flames from inside the multi-million dollar Southwest Ranch's home Wednesday afternoon. Hill was at football practice at the time of the incident, but left early to be with his family. The franchise says everyone was able to safely get out of the house. Fire responders have not explained the extent of the damage. Yeah, I did see that. Crazy that you're at practice and all of a sudden your house is on fire. Yes. <laughs> Um, a key player on the Green Bay Packers is commenting on his recent suspension. Jair Alexander told the media on Wednesday that he was surprised the team sidelined him for last weekend's win over the Vikings. Head coach Matt LaFleur said quarterback anointed himself as a captain and nearly botched the opening coin toss two weeks ago against the Panthers. Packers are currently in a wild card spot at 8-8, and as we said, will host the Bears on Sunday. Gary Payton II is out several weeks of hamstring strain. So, Warriors going to be missing him. Hmm. Uh, Washington is expected to have his top running back for the college football playoff national championship game. As Huskies head coach Kellen DeBauer told Wednesday that Dylan Johnson is expected to play in Monday's title game against Michigan. Oh, that's good for them. Ohio State football is losing a receiver to the transfer portal. Julian Fleming announced on Wednesday that he's joining Penn State for the 2024 season. Hmm. Also losing another one to the draft. Yes, and LSU are adding a major offensive playmaker to their 2025 recruiting class. Four-star running back Harlem Berry announced his commitment to the Tigers while at the Under Armour All-American game on Wednesday. Hmm. That is uh, Sports Center. It's your Sports Center, All right? Let's see, is there anything? Oh, the, uh, we do have an update. A child with a lighter started the fire oh. at Tyreek Hill's house. So that's not good for Tyreek. <laughs> no. That's that's a problem. You're going to get questioned about that. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Don't play with lighters, kids. Yep. Yep. Uh, Ricky Rubio is retiring. Uh, end of an era. Yep. Um, and the Braves have signed a two-year extension with Chris Sale. I did see that. Have you even pitched a game yet? Yep. And Phil's urging fans not to pile on Rory over Liv. Yeah. Of course you're going to say that, Phil, because you made out like a bandit. Yeah, Rory. Yeah, I'm just over this Liv. I know. Liv crap. Yep. We so. all are. Mm. There's going to be eight more years for the NCAA and their championships on ESPN. I saw that. Yeah, it's that today. 40 NCAA championships, including women's basketball, volleyball, baseball, softball, will be on the ESPN family of networks for the next eight years, hopefully at appropriate times. I was going to say the same thing. Uh, 21 women's championships, 19 a men's division one women's basketball, women's volleyball, gymnastics, football, championships, subdivision, title games, will be on the network, television, ABC. More than 100 hours of NCAA championships will appear on ESPN linear networks throughout the year with more than 2,300 combined on linear and the digital platforms. It extends its relationship with the NCAA that began in 1979. ESPN began broadcasting every NCAA women's basketball tournament game in 2003 and carried... All of the events, like the College World Series as well since mm. 1980. So, there you go. Eight more years. Coming up on the the Natty as well to announce that. Yep. Mm. So. 
All right, yep. so I guess we'll get to uh, this date. Yep, this I day in sports history. Else, so. All, All right. right, let's get to it. This day in sports history, on this date in 1999, Tennessee beat Florida State 23-16 in the inaugural BCS National Championship Game. It's the first true national championship game in college football history. Mm, first true one. Like on, that. on this day in 2000, Mark Cuban purchased a majority stake in the Dallas Mavericks. Mm. On this date in 2001, Michael Jordan of the Washington Wizards, by hoisting the second of two free throws with 528 remaining in the second quarter of an 89-83 victory against Chicago, becomes the fourth player in NBA history to score 30,000 career points. Hmm. Uh, This is a a famous moment, Travis. I'm sure that you will remember this one. Uh, 2003 NFL wildcard game. The Packers beat the Seahawks. Quote, we want the ball, and we're going to score, yelled Seahawks quarterback Matt Hasselback as Seattle won the overtime coin toss. However, Al Harris intercepted a Hasselback pass, returned at 52 yards for the game-winning touchdown with 425 into overtime. Yeah, big egg on the face there, oh, yeah. Matt Hasselback. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Probably shouldn't have said that. Nope. Uh, another uh, moment that uh, I'm sure everyone remembers where they were, 06 Travis, Texas beat USC in the BCS championship game, 41-38. Mm-hmm. Good game. Yep. One of the greatest games I've ever seen. Too bad it doesn't count anymore. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yep. I, yeah. I, All I, that I, stuff. Reggie Bush yep. getting his yep. Heisman taken away, but yet Caleb Williams can be setting it comfy. That's right. Don't forget. Thanks a lot, NCAA. Uh, 2014, Colts complete the second largest playoff comeback, overcoming a 20-point deficit to beat the Chiefs 45-44. Mm-hmm. Yep, I remember that one. 2016, number one, Kansas defeated number two, Oklahoma, in three overtimes. That is in basketball, by the way. Kansas and Oklahoma were not ranked one in three in football anytime soon. More so Kansas than Oklahoma. but. And finally, we'll end on a sad note today, Travis. is On this day back in 2015, Stuart Scott died. Uh, yeah, that one, that one hurt. That did. In 2015, that doesn't—it doesn't feel like it should be eight years ago, nine years ago, nine years ago. It doesn't seem that long. Mm-hmm. No. And mm. Here we are. Yep, definitely uh, growing up in the industry that we're in right now, yep. and, and just being a sports, sports fan. Yeah. Yeah. Cool as the other side of the pillow, man. Oh yeah, I remember mid mid 90s, early 2000s. His Sports Center, mm-hmm. you know, highlights. Booyah. Booyah, that's right. Yep. Mm. Man, that definitely uh, hurt at the time. Oh, yeah. Definitely, definitely, definitely did. Mm. So, and that is uh, this day. All right. That's your this day. All right. Uh, so, looks like I don't have anything else left on the list. I think we can uh, save everything else. For tomorrow yeah and we got lots of uh, this day in sports histories tomorrow just so you know lots of classic ones classics yes hmm. very nice yep we got the weekend coming up exactly all right so uh, that'll do it for the uh, show today we'll be back for you tomorrow and uh, thanks for listening thanks for downloading we'll be back for your friday edition of the starting lineup enjoy the rest of your day Peace.